A proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step programs of suck up and get good will help even the worst of gamers just be bad. We review the latest video game titles, cover the latest news, and discuss issues that affect gamers. Here are your hosts of Bad Gamers Anonymous, Bad Gamer Jason, Bad Gamer Joe, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and I am joined this week by the the R2-D2 to my 3PO, the Ray to my Snoke, the... It's Joe. Joe, welcome to the show. I got to be the better character on both of those. Ray is terrible. Better than Snoke. Uh, what did Snoke oh, ever do? Only well, What did Snoke died. ever do? Well, yeah, he died. That's all he, he did. He was ruined by Ryan Johnson. Regardless, <laughs> welcome back to the show, Joe. Uh, this is episode 76. We're calling this the Division 2 First Impressions. Yeah, we'll also get to Trials Rising, I guess, at some point. We will. I don't want to. We will. Uh, anyway, what you been up to, Joe, this week? What uh, what you been playing? I played a lot of Trials Rising and a lot of Trials Rising and some Division 2 beta. That's about it. How bored were you this week playing that much Trials Rising? Just out of curiosity. It was a trying time. Have you been working on that all week? No. Uh, I wish I had, though. I, you know what? It sounds like you were. Uh, just real quick before we, uh, before we move on, just some housekeeping issues. This week, uh, I was on the Smoking and Drinking in Space podcast with uh, our other co-host here, Jason. That's his baby over there at Sadus. Check it out, earglumedia.com. We talked about Stargate, the 1994 movie starring uh, Kurt Russell and James Spader. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. And Kurt Russell is one of my favorite actors of all time. Really? I'm a big Spader guy. Like, I think he's great in the Blacklist. I would would take Kurt Russell anytime over Spader. Even in the Blacklist? I never watched it. It's just not my my style. Eh. Give me some Kurt Russell. Give me some Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. (laughs) Those movies. Yeah, so, I love those movies. <laughs> so uh, go check that out. I know Jason would appreciate that, which, by the way, I mean, he's over there, earglumedia.com, Sadist. We didn't talk about this last week. We kind of wanted Jason to be here. But uh, we announced on this show, uh, on this Sadist episode of Stargate, that they are part of Media. So go check them out. Say hi uh, and welcome them to the Media family of podcasts. It's exciting. It is exciting. Lots of exciting things going on here, uh, including here next month, the middle of next month, the 10th through the 15th. We will be in Chicago, Joe, you and I together. Share, sharing a room. No. Sharing a room. Not at, not living it up. Not at all. Having a great time. Just Big Bear and Little Bear on the town. <laughs> I'm getting a lock for my door. I'm going to break that lock. Uh, anyway, uh, go to irglumedia.com and sign up. We're there for Star Wars Celebration. So go over to irglumedia.com, sign up. Let us know you're going to be in Chicago. Uh, uh, Jonesy and Albert are going to be there as well, as is our uh, CEO and Lord Emperor, Mike Rondo. 
Uh, and uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to be, uh, you know, checking out all the stuff at Star Wars uh, Celebration uh, and soaking all that in. And I will be smoking cigars uh, most of the time. Sounds like I might be smoking one. At least one. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I mean, if you're sharing a room with me. I mean, I was gonna make it. I was gonna make an inappropriate. I, I, I was making. I was gonna go there too, Crowley. But this is the family friendly podcast. This is yes. This is the family friendly podcast. I forgot. Uh, so go sign up there. Lots of after hours stuff going on. Uh, and if you want to smoke a cigar with me at a cigar lounge, uh, you know what? Let me know, and uh, we can make that happen. So uh, yeah. So let's just move on to gaming news. I, I feel like we need a bumper here. That says, you know, bumper would be good. Yeah. Well, we don't have one. Uh, And I really don't feel like putting time into one. We'll figure something out. Sure. For now, it's gaming news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, all of you PS Vita fans, sorry about you. PS Vita is going away. It's already gone away here in the United States where they're not manufacturing anymore. And now they're doing the same thing in Japan. Phase two of phasing out the PS Vita is in full swing. The Vita was like the biggest waste of hardware potential and like ever in video games. That thing could have been awesome. The hardware was great and they just did a bad job with games and support and nothing ever really happened with it and it just kind of died. Yeah, it kind of did. And I think that gave me pause with the PS VR. Because if they don't support, I mean, Sony just has a history of not supporting their peripherals at all. Yeah, that's definitely true. Like, what was the one before the Vita? They had a Sony handheld, uh, I don't even remember what it was called. Oh, what was that thing called? It was... It was not supported, is what it was called. (laughs) It was not supported, yeah. (laughs) So, but I still have it. I have it somewhere, and I... Yeah, I have mine, too. So, I felt like Maybe a PSVR would be a bad investment, but here's the thing. This is why I think this is good news for virtual PSVR owners. If they're taking away this peripheral, which like you said, is a great piece of hardware, right? Like if they're not supporting this anymore, it means that they're going to start ramping up production for the PS5. I feel like that's what this means is they're taking this, this away so they can ramp up production for the PS5. And they've said that they're not going to have another handheld unit. For the PS5, which means the only peripheral they're going to have is the PSVR. Yeah, and I've I've been I've seen a lot of posts in the rumory side of the web. Uh, that, <laughs> is that is that different than the dark web? Uh, only just slightly, and it looks like while Microsoft seems to be going all in on this streaming thing for next generation, it looks like Sony's doubling down on VR. Um, Which a lot I of, think is a smart move, don't you? I, well, I think I think it's for a couple of reasons. Yeah, I think I think trying to go trying to chase Microsoft, who has already been on the streaming kick for a while behind the scenes. Now it's too late. They're gonna if they tried to follow Microsoft on the streaming thing now to stay um, to keep parity with them, then by the time they the two consoles come out, Microsoft's gonna be way ahead there. So this puts them, it like differentiates them and it kind of leaves like Microsoft for your streaming solution, Sony for your console VR and Nintendo for your handhelds. And all of a sudden they're kind of all in a different space a little bit. 
Yeah. And I, I'm okay with that. And I think that bodes well for both Xbox and the PlayStation. I think it bodes well for all three. I think it's a, I think the fact that they're all kind of finding a niche right now, if they stay, if, the, if they all find success in those areas, it could be, it could be good. It could be great for all of us. You could have like three well-developed different experiences instead of just, um, who's got what exclusives who's got what exclusives, who has better hardware, because if Microsoft goes the streaming route and PlayStation sticks with the hardware, I mean, because that would make sense because it doesn't sound like Microsoft is developing a, a VR unit. No, they've actually last their time they were asked, which wasn't that long ago. They said they were not working on anything VR that they were leaving that until VR is more consumer friendly. They said it is consumer friendly. That does that statement doesn't even make sense to me. That statement is a, we're not doing anything right now, but we might in the future. So I don't want to say never right now. So I'm just going to put right. a qualifier on it. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. So yeah, I mean, this this is, I think this is a great time to be a gamer. So if you're playing more than 10 hours a week, great time to be a gamer. See what I did there? It's a great time to be a gamer if you're playing two hours a week. You, it's you not even true. Dog. It's not even true. That's, that's it's, false still, it's still true. It's still true. It's still a great time to be a gamer if you're only playing when you have a couple hours. <laughs> that was one of the greatest things ever. The debate that went on afterwards in our Discord, which you can join at eargloomedia.com. Click that Discord button at the top. Man, that was fun. That was good times. Uh, speaking of good, good times, Horizon Zero Dawn on its second birthday announced that they have sold well over 10 million copies so that's like that's a really good number it's not a i mean over two years it's not a like breathtaking number but that's a lot more than i would have thought horizon sold like a lot more than i would have thought they that game sold well these numbers according to polygon.com these numbers are in line with zelda breath of the mild numbers within the same time period yeah which is also again really good selling game not i mean what did Red Dead sold almost that in like six months, right? Not even six months. What the so ten million? Like, yeah, it's it's not uh, record setting, but they're super good numbers. Horizon Zero Dawn, next to, and I know we 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 named what it was Spider Man Game of the Year last year. Yep. Next to Detroit Become Human. And Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, is my favorite game. I, I absolutely loved that game. I had such a love-hate thing with that game. I loved parts of that game. And then there were other parts that I just didn't like at all. Like, what part didn't you like about Horizon there, Zero Dawn? There was a lot of, like, the... Man, you're going to ask me to call back to specific details of a game I played two years ago. Yes. There, there was a lot yes, of like the the <laughs> like the the constant traversing back and forth over the same area that got tedious to me. Um, oh, you mean like Breath of the Mild? No, because I wasn't hardly over the same area for that. I hate um, that game's stupid. It's a great game. You just don't like games that other people like. If somebody else likes it, you decide you don't. Um, if this game sold ten million copies, obviously there are people out there that love this game as much as I do. There's a few. Well, no, no, that's not necessarily true. I would say at least 10 million. There's not 10 million that love it as much as you. That's not... I'm sure there are people who bought it who didn't like it. But, well, those people don't uh, count. 
<laughs> like they count in that ten million. Um, no, no, it's it's like when I say there were things I didn't like this game, I would not have said this game was a six or anything like that. This game was a solid contender for one of my favorite games that year. It just there were definitely parts of that game that like I felt tedium, um, but it was cool. I loved I loved the bow combat. Dude, the bow was awesome. The story, the gameplay, everything about Horizon Zero Dawn was fantastic. So from all of us here at Bad Gamers Anonymous to Guerrilla Games, good job. Congratulations on 10 million yeah, copies absolutely. sold. And I would go so far as to say if you haven't played it yet, go ahead and add to that 10 million because it's still definitely worth playing. Absolutely. Especially, I'm guessing it's not $60 anymore. You get it? Oh, for sure not. Yeah, fairly cheap. We'd also like to congratulate Riot Games on trying to not suck anymore. Yeah, let's see how well they do uh, <laughs> at actually following through with that. I guess. Before we I, congratulate them. They, they, Riot Games has hired a chief diversity officer to help fix issues surrounding its sexist and toxic workplace culture, according to The Verge, who is citing Kotaku. Yeah, but I mean, I think, I think even you can agree that grabbing a coworker's genitals and as a joke is probably not work appropriate. Then I want you to remember this in Chicago. It's a work trip, sir. It is a work trip. I never said I was going to grab your genitals. I was going to sleep in the same room. No. You know what? That's, there's that's two even beds more in that room. There's two, beds. there's two beds in that room. There's no there's not two beds in that room. Sure there is. You know what? I'm so glad there's I room get to for pick, a cot. I, I'm so glad I get to pick Mike up first. We'll head to the house <laughs> right at three and be like, yeah, pick a room. This is the one that's not with Joe. Uh, regardless, apparently we need to hire a chief diversity officer here at Earglue Media. Whatever. Toxic culture. Whatever. I don't know if that's... I mean, the, the bulk the bulk of the complaints here, and I remember when these complaints first came out, uh, whatever this was, last year, uh, or maybe even earlier than that, like, there's talks about, like, super crude jokes. Some of them that were they, that were read in that initial complaint were jokes that would have gotten me fired, for sure, at my job. Uh, grabbing each other, grabbing other men, um... They would, uh, when women applied for jobs, they would call say that they weren't core gamers, so they couldn't have the job. Like it was a code word. Uh, th- I mean, there was a lot of behavior here that would have gotten wait, me wait, fired at my job. Code word for what? It was like what they called women when they applied. Oh, we can't hire her. She's not a core gamer. But that was like what they used as the. So just because for women. she was a woman. Correct. Yes. So not because Even she wasn't attractive. No, You're telling because, me they never hired a woman. Uh, they probably hired a couple here or there for sure, but like, um, way less than like the ratio of applications. But it was still a thing that they did. Uh, the crude jokes, the grabbing each other, the uh, like. There's a lot. There's a lot of things here. This article lays a lot of them out. Look, These are there all, was an all internal. There was an internal investigation, and, and this guy uh, Gelb, right? Isn't he like the guy who started this this uh, company? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was suspended without pay for two months. I mean, what else do you want? And then they brought him back, and he continued behavior according to the people who were complaining. Tattletales. I mean, like let's let's be honest, dude. If 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 I if I was making these kind of jokes at my job, I would be fired. And the the people, the culture here says it's fine. 
So that yeah, needs I to be addressed. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And I don't want to poo-poo that because I think if you're acting like a, a jerk face, like there needs to be repercussions. So obviously there's something going on there, I guess. I don't know. Like, has it been corroborated? Has any of this been independently like verified? Uh, they investigated. Or is this just Kotaku? The, the du- is this no, just Kotaku they- going, ah, <laughs> misogyny? They, they investigated the dude, the Gelb there had a statement apologizing for his behavior, which is an admittance of doing it. Uh, and is it though? I mean, if you say if you say you did it, I mean he he admitted to. Uh, Was he just apologizing to keep his job? I mean, his well, name. So he's the COO, right? Scott Gelb. Yeah. You've never um, farted on a coworker. I mean, that's like the like the least. Uh, <laughs> That's like the least offensive thing listed on here. I, I mean, um, but I mean, it doesn't matter if you if if a coworker tells you that in 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 any workforce anywhere in 2019, if a coworker tells you, "Hey, please stop grabbing my genitals," I'm not a fan of that, and you continue to do it, that's not okay. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I don't know. I don't know. So. So I mean, like, look, this dude, this dude was behaving like a frat boy, and um, it created a culture where other men felt comfortable, or other employees will be will be inclusive here. <laughs> other employees, be inclusive. Uh, Learning employees, from Riot's mistakes, Bad Gamers Anonymous goes inclusive. <laughs> uh, other employees pick up on that and if it's okay for him it's okay for me and that creates a culture of doing stupid things especially when no one gets punished for any of it they had an investigation they suspended him he made a big statement they brought him back now there are similar complaints bubbling up again about his behavior coming back again so they hire a person now I do think that they could not have picked a more PC 2019 job title for this um (laughs) But but this but what this actually is is a babysitter. This is somebody to come in and babysit the guy who runs the company to make sure I he doesn't do, do anything stupid anymore. I could do this job. Yeah, it's a babysitter. It's somebody right. to come in and be like, like, hey, smack him on the hand. Do not, do not touch that genital. Do not stop it. touch that genital. Not genitals. You stop it. Or genitalia. Do not touch that genital. Yep. That's what I said. Yeah. Roll up a newspaper and smack him on the nose. That's what this job is. <laughs> I don't know how well I'd do at that job. I really don't, because I feel like I just wouldn't. Like care. you'd be laughing at the joke instead of correcting it. Yes, I'd be laughing. It's like it's like when my daughter does something funny, and I'm trying to correct her, like because she does something she's not supposed to do, but she does it in a funny way. Like I can't be mad and laugh at the same time. It just doesn't work. Uh, speaking of things that don't work, Toe Jam and Earl coming back. <laughs> this is this is I, not the sequel. We need, but it's probably the sequel we all deserve. <laughs> if this was like two dollars, I would probably play this. <laughs> two dollars. But- <laughs> yeah. So okay. So Toe Jam and Earl started back in uh, the nineties, right? Like I remember playing this on the Sega Genesis, and you were running around trying to find your pieces of your ship to go back to Planet Funkatron. So I remember playing this game, but. In such a vague, I was five years old kind of way that I don't remember this game anything was about playing it. It was amazing. It, ju- I just, it's just like 
all I really remember is the sprites, the way they looked. Other than that, I am just kind of lost on it. So this but, spawned a bunch of like a franchise, right? I don't know right. how it did, but it did. Uh, well, they're back, but it's going to be in like the original format, the original mechanics of the game. Except this time, apparently, Toe Jam and Earl are looking for Santa Claus. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know what. That's a change. I don't understand why you would make. Oh, and th- they have to stay away from the boogeyman. I don't. I don't get it. Are they shooting for like a Christmas release I don't, or something? I don't. I don't know. I don't care. This but is all according to Fox this, News. So. This does have uh, the help of uh, a new producer, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, who I be, saw that. Yeah, who who could potentially be a playable character in some DLC, and I might want to play this game as Macaulay Culkin. Well, this is like having uh, the only character that is worse than having Macaulay Culkin in a game is Emo Anakin. From the prequels. I would play this game with Emo Anakin. Yeah, I probably would too. Because I yeah, would just consider would. them all younglings and just go after them. <laughs> yeah. See, this is not sounding so bad. It sounds terrible. Sold, I'm sold already. You've talked me into it. I was I was really feeling like this was a bad decision beforehand, <laughs> but now I'm why really feeling you play this? It. I don't understand why I... What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Right? Yeah. I don't... Speaking of what have I done, <laughs> THQ Nordic really messed up. What did they do, Joe? So THQ Nordic held an AMA on 8chan. Um, Wait, Kyle, is that, are you aware is, of what, do you know what 8chan is? Is it 4chan on crack? Because I don't know then. Okay, 8chan is a website that was made from all people who got kicked from 4chan for sharing child <laughs> pornography. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 4chan. So this is like the worst. This is the absolute worst what of was 4chan. On 4chan. They got people who could not, who were kicked from 4chan for being too bad, made 8chan. This is and terrible. they reached out to THQ Nordic, and THQ Nordic was like, "Oh yeah, we'll do an AMA, AMA," and then did one, and then there was backlash because 8chan is widely regarded as it's so bad that it's blacklisted on Google. If you search for 8chan, you can't find it on Google. It is, it is delisted. It's basically a child porn ring. And wow. so they did their AMA, and then there was a pretty hard backlash, as you might imagine. And they were just like, "Oh, we didn't do any looking into it." They asked us if we wanted to do an AMA, and we said yes. We didn't. We didn't check of what we kind didn't. of site this was. Whoops! But it says uh, here in this article, to be clear, THQ Nordic has not apologized. No, they did not apologize. They just said, "Oh, we didn't. We didn't check." Well, can they really be held responsible for what 8chan is? Um, you No, but you can be... Like, if you decide to do... To put your presence, especially like a lead officer of your company in a AMA on a site, you are associating yourself with that site, you should definitely at least know what that site is before you do that. I guess. This is just good business. I mean, I probably wouldn't go on... I wouldn't go on 4chan. So if 4chan is double, or if 8chan is double what 4chan is, I wouldn't go It's like go, an exponential thing. I wouldn't go on. Not at all. You know what else I wouldn't do? Play Anthem. I would... There's a solid chance I'm going to play Anthem at some point in the future, 
especially if the price continues to drop because it's only a, a week in and we're already down $10 on the price. Do you remember what other game did this? Fallout 76. Yeah. So Both of if these this games game just... is $30, when this game hits 30 bucks, I'll play it. <laughs> when this game hits 10, I will not play it. I have no desire to play this. I, if I want to play something like this, I can play Apex Legends and that's better. Yeah. In every conceivable way. Maybe it'll end up, um, maybe the entire game will end up on the Origin Access base account, based here, and uh, I'll just play it there. You know what else should end up there? What? Star Wars The Old Republic. I think it might be. It should be. It should be the lowest, like, you have to play that, because Origin's terrible. So they should just force everybody on Origin to have to play (laughs) Star Wars The Old Republic once a month to keep that game going. And just remind you how terrible everything is at EA. We had kind of a lot and of fun Bioware. playing the Old Republic. We had ah, kind of a lot of fun going back yeah. to it. I mean, it was way more about playing with people, but that's whatever. I don't really care. It was fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. like a four. That's like a three it's, or a four. It's, it's fine. It's as, good, it's as good as Kingdom Hearts. You are a terrible, terrible individual. I don't even know why you are here. Speaking of terrible. Why, dude, if we use speaking of... One more time, as a segue, I swear on all that is holy, I am going to brain myself. Speaking of braining yourself. Ah, yeah. Red Dead Redemption (laughs) 2, man. Mm. Mm. This game. This actually, this this article and their recent release or announcements on um, updates coming to Red Dead Online actually gives me hope. This is kind of the exact roadmap that GTA Online had, and it's still kind of it, every step seems to follow right in suit with how they ran GTA Online to start with. And we talked so, about this last week. So this, yeah, this and, article and they keep is, taking the same steps in that direction. Yeah, this article by Express uh, uh, Express.co.uk is is pretty on point. In fact, it says Take Two believes Red Dead Redemption Two has built a better early traction with gamers than GTA and they're pleased with the player base numbers. I don't see how they could be pleased with player base numbers cuz they've got to be terribly low. I so I have not been on a bunch, but I did like they had like a last weekend or two weekends ago, they had an event where if you signed on, just signed on, you got like 10 gold bars or something like that. Um so I just signed on to get my te- my 10 gold bars and it looked like there was a lot of people playing. It looked pretty full. Um Really? The town that I lo- the town that I loaded into had people all over the place. So uh, it seems like right now people are still just content having giant shootouts in every town they find, <laughs> while while Rockstar puts content together for it. I guess I don't. I I got so tired of shootouts in every town. It was fun for a while, like with you and and uh, Imperial Moonwalker. Uh, it, it was fine. We had, we had somebody else from our Discord in there. Did Jason jump in a couple times or no? No, I, I think don't he was, think it was. He was playing. He was playing on um, Xbox. Seamus fifteen. That's right. Seamus right. fifteen from our Discord was in there. I knew it was. I knew we had somebody else in there. It wasn't Jason? He plays on on that dirty, filthy Xbox. Yeah, uh, paperweight. <laughs> the paperweight. Yes, absolutely. So let's just get into why we're all here, and it's certainly not trials rising. We're here for first impressions of The Division 2, which was in beta this weekend. 
Yeah, I would I would have loved to have had more time to play. It was kind of a, a rocky weekend, but uh, I did play some, and it's pretty neat. Right. Well, I saw your rocky weekend consisted of like doing leg lifts with nine hundred pound weights. Yeah, I had an I, I had like two hours to work out. I need to get those in. Yeah. Okay. Then what were you doing? Playing Trials Rising instead of the Division Two? I played some Trials Rising on Friday, a little bit. Well, you—that's time you should have been inside the Division Two. I wasn't. I wasn't home where there was a PlayStation to access. I—I I don't even want to know where you're at at this point, because it's just. But I had my Switch with me, so it was all good. Yeah, no, it's not all good. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Division Two. So how much time did you actually get with the Division 2? Couple hours. I got to I got my player to level 5, I think. Did you really? Or 4 maybe. 4 or 5, yeah. I was running around with Shiner and Star-Lord. And I think I got my player to like 3 or 4. I don't think I made it to 5. So we're probably about the same spot. Pretty close. Probably. If I didn't have I got a-, a real sweet shotgun. Man, I love that shotgun. I don't like getting that close to people <laughs> in real life or in the division two. I'd rather All just right, so shoot them from the shotgun. The shotgun has kind of ridiculous range for a shotgun in the division two. And also it's fantastic to swap to when those like suicide guys run at you with a knife and you just blow their head off. It's awesome. I got killed more times by those suicide guys than I got killed by anybody else. Yeah. That's why I need to have a shotgun because they one hit with a sh- shotgun and they're just bits of pieces. I guess Let's it's cool. About- it's a, it it's. I did not. Pl- I did not play multiplayer at all. Why? Because um, like none of you guys were on, and I don't when I played, and I don't like strangers. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Like that's fair. I don't want to play with a bunch of randos either. Um, it's always but, fun going into the safe zones, though. I remember this from the division. I got some. I got. A, I got some good video. I got to put into the Discord. I haven't yet of a safe zone that was bugged out and all of the players were just spinning around in T poses in the what? Yeah, it's pretty good. All the NPCs had their arms no, all the all, all the other all the all other the character other. players. <laughs> that's even better. Yeah. That's it's pretty good. I spawned into uh uh one load point, one save point after being killed by, you know, one of the suicide guys. And uh, and a wall had completely disappeared. Like it was completely transparent. It was transparent, but you could still see the graffiti just hanging in midair. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's buggies. I'll get out, but it's a beta, right? Yep. Yeah. The um, there's a, there's a few pretty good bugs, and I had the game crash on me twice. Yeah, Starlord was saying he was having a hard time spinning it up at first too. I didn't seem to have any problems other than, you know, the transparent wall with the graffiti, which made no sense, but. What can you do? Uh, but the but it's, graphics, pre- it's pretty solid for a beta. Yeah, the graphics are pretty solid for a beta. There were a few, you know, like we said, issues. Uh, but it and it's a step up from the division. Um, yeah. So I I think it looks. There were a couple of things that stood out to me of not looking great. Um, that I wonder if they will be fixed or if it's just something that I'm because I played the division on PC. And I wonder if it's just like draw distance and texture di- di- uh, differences from PC to PS4. Uh, it could be, yeah. 
I, but but other other than that though, like the character models and stuff, everything looks really good. Yeah, really really good. Like yeah. there's yeah, there's been weird bugs like weapons disappearing, but I, yep. nothing that's been game breaking. I don't think. Just maybe no, immersion had, breaking. I had one. I had one time when the game crashed right as I finished a mission, and when I loaded back into the game, it didn't give me pr- uh, credit for the mission. So I had to redo it. Yeah. Which was kind of obnoxious. Yeah. But, some of those but missions, of the are missions are hard. Yeah, they're it's they're not that hard if you are just patient. Like it's a cover shooter. So if you stay in cover and just move methodically, it's pretty easy to just clear rooms. Yeah, and, man. But when you get that when you get that fifty cal, like you just want to go all Rambo. Yeah, yeah, you do want to go Rambo. You have to exercise a little self control, which I'm aware is a thing you struggle with. But, oh, you have no idea. It's so hard. Oh, no, I know. I, I know. So, I've known you long enough to know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about with my $700 worth of cigars that I bought <laughs> last month. Actually, it was yep. more than that. It was $1,000 last month. Good God. Why do you remind me of these things? It just makes me sad. Uh, yeah, so I, I liked I liked the uh, the graphics a lot. Uh, the gameplay is very familiar, right? Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. It's kind of every cover shooter you've ever played um, mechanically. Although I find the, I like the traced paths to yes. from cover to cover um, because you can, if you angle your guy, you can change the path you're taking. So if the first traced path that it shows you to cover uh, is going to put you in a place you don't want to be, you can kind of aim your reticle a little bit and catch a different, a different way over a different obstacle or maybe not jumping something or not going around a thing uh, that might put you as a target, which is kind of nice to be able to see the direction you're going to go when you swap cover to cover yep. instead of just guessing. I like Agreed. that a lot. Agreed. Um, I like the multiplayer aspect of this. I know you didn't get to play, but like I said, I was running around with Star-Lord and Shiner uh, from our Discord, EGM.com, hit that Discord button at the top. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, there was a lot of us just running around in the streets, screwing around, trying to find better weapons, uh, finding checkpoints that we had to take over. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and that's for me. That's where the value's at. So, getting to that high level or being able to go to that PvP area with players, uh, with people that you know, with your friends, like that's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, well, that that's that's the division one for me too. I feel like that's this game's mo. It is a game that is, it's a it's a solid game. Like like if you take the multiplayer out of this game and make it just single player, it's pretty good. It's not amazing, but it's pretty good. But this is a great game for like partying up and chit chatting with your friends while you're playing, and it's fun to get into big firefights. With your I think the multiplayer hook on this is a a like fundamental hook as to how good the game is. I haven't played this one multiplayer, but I played the Division One almost exclusively multiplayer and it was so much better in a party than it was solo right i i'm guessing it's still a party of four is is the most you can have uh but we didn't get a chance to check that out because joe was too busy playing trials rising my favorite aspect of this game i'm going to be 100 percent honest here is that you can change the font size in the menus that's your favorite aspect. Small to large. I am an old man. You are so old, and we'll get to that in a minute with Trials Rising too. Uh, and so I, I, I do wear uh, bifocals, 
And, uh, I mean, you can't tell they're bifocals because I'm not that old. So I got the ones that, you know, you can't tell. They're like camouflaged. Uh, and so I was, I, I like being able to do that, but I really wish that they would, they would give us that option for the stuff on the screen, like during the game. Cause I can't read the tiny writing. I didn't have that problem, but I'm glad, I'm glad there's a solution for people like you. I hate you so much that I can't stand it. Uh, is this worth the pickup Joe? Yeah, man, I, I am definitely going to buy it. I, I made a stand, a hard stand on this podcast about pre-orders, <laughs> so I'm going to wait until the 15th to buy it. <laughs> That's right. Today is the 3rd, so you've got 12 days before this game comes out. I'm a man of my word. No more pre-orders. I might pre-order it just so I get early access, which I think there's three There's three levels of pre-order. There's like your standard pre-order, the gold pre-order, and then the, the ultimate pre-order. Yeah, I think it's 100 bucks for the ultimate, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if I'd spend a hundred dollars on this game. I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on any game. Yeah, I don't either. Here's why. So I I failed to mention this at the top of the show, but I got new uh, podcasting equipment this week. Except I didn't get a new mic, so I'm still trying to dial everything in, and I'm probably probably ordering a new mic after this podcast. So maybe I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on a hundred dollar version. Isn't in your future. <laughs> No, probably not. You know how many cigars I could buy for $100? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Yes. You made that point very clear earlier on Discord. Uh, so let's talk about, I mean, I can't even believe we're reviewing this game. Trials Rising. Oh, by the way, yeah, go, go pre-order. Pre-order. The Division 2. Can we just keep talking about The Division 2? There's not nothing else left, left to say. There's... Gotta wait for the game to come out. Fine. Let's talk about Trials Rising. Go ahead and get your grievances out. This game is stupid. It's just it's just dumb. It's Excite Bike on crack. Uh, which it means is not it's still Excite Bike. It's not Excite Bike on crack. It's not even it, it is, is not even kind of like Excite Bike. If I had to pick if, if I had to pick these a game, if I had to pick a game that this game took homage from, it would be uh Kickstart. It would be that series. Excite Bike is just a is just bikes on a motocross track going in a straight line off jumps. This is way more of a platformer. There are tricks to do. There. Oh, do you not go in a straight line in this game? Oh, uh, you do turning. Mm. You do turning. The track doesn't even turn in Excite yeah. Bike, and all you do right. is jump off of one side, like one style jump, just regular jumps. You're not jumping through hoops. You're not doing platforming. You're not. You're oh, not, we get to jump. You're not. You're so not wait, stop, are you you're saying not doing this tricks. game is jumping through you're hoops? Not, is that what you're, you're telling not, me? This game you're is. Not, you're not uh, doing tricks. You're not doing. There's not. There's no point system. You're not unlocking anything. Like this game has way more to it. This game is more of a platformer. Excite Bike is kind of like a one button game. <laughs> well, that's good because Nintendo only had two buttons, so that was half the yep. buttons. Um. <sighs> This game, I guess this this I mean, game's still stupid. This game is only stupid to you because you can't handle platformers and you can't get anywhere in this game. It feels like a grind. I played platformers. It, yeah, it is a grind. Twenty years ago, you played platformers. This game is a grind to you because you're bad at it. I am just breezing through. I'm not having any grind at all. I I play. It is a grind. I play. I, I play a track. I beat the track. Yeah. I unlock the next track. It's just like playing through a succession. If it's a grind to you, it's because you can't beat the tracks. 
Can we talk about the ad campaign for a second? Like, eat dirt? Yeah, yeah. Look, this game's got a dumb attitude, and it's an intentionally dumb attitude, and it's hilarious. Your guy gets just murdered after you beat every every track. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best part of this game. Is your guy dies, your character dies when you finish a track, so, like intentionally yeah, dies. There's some really funny ones. If and if I know you're playing, so you're not paying attention to the background, but there are also hilarious things happening in the background all the time on the all the tracks. It's just. Like what? Like people getting brutally murdered, kind of like your guy does at the end of a track, or like dumb set pieces with aliens, or um, silly little mini dioramas of dumb things happening with, like, I don't want to, like, I honestly haven't queued into a ton of it because I'm playing, but I have seen a few things go by in the background, like while I'm in the air and stuff, and it just make me chuckle. Like it's, the game... All right, so let's set expectations. This is a twenty-five dollar game. This game is less than is, less than yeah. half the price of Kingdom Hearts and twice as good. And <laughs> I don't know about that. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. I had way more than twice as much fun with this than Kingdom Hearts. Um, it's it's a challenge. So this this is a game for people who like games like Super Meat Boy or. Something like that. A game that, like, a difficult platformer that you, you're going to hit levels on that you have to figure out the correct path through and and then execute. And it's not easy. This game gets super hard as you get further in. Uh, what level did you get to with your character, Crowley? I don't know. No idea? I don't care. No idea? No idea. It's... No. If you like a challenge, if you like platformers... I mean, the bikes are just are just a a facade on this. You're really, it's not really a racing game at all. No, it's, no. So you you don't even like you can race against other players, and that's part of the novelty of this game too. So you can race against your friends, uh, in head to head. Yep. And you can mess with the gravity. Yeah, it's a, like that's like a real dumb party game thing where you can like mess with the gravity and like change the speed of the bikes so they're like five hundred percent faster. And you can, yes. if you're playing with people in the room with you, you can do, um, you can place uh, bets like a loser has to make an animal noise or whatever. You can choose your stakes on the party game. Um, it's just like a dumb, silly right. party thing. Which this whole game is dumb and silly. Yeah, that's, that's, so this game sense. is a dumb, silly game, but it is also fun. Like this is, there's no story to this. This is not, this is a no. bad hour game. Like this is yeah. Trials has been kind of the same game for 20, 20 years, and uh, this is the first I've ever heard of Trials, which is shocking because it sells a ton every time, and they're always highly rated. And they come yeah, out, they I've come out never like every, played one. They, uh, they come out like every two or three years. Maybe they should take their time with the next one, dude. This is a great one. So you're going to poo-poo <laughs> the crap out of this, but everybody, everybody who likes Trials loves this game. It is getting killer reviews from people playing it all over. This is yeah, all right. So let me let me be honest. Let me let me put the Crowley shtick away for just a minute. This game is fun. It is fun as all get out. Yeah. I am terrible at it. I really am. I'm absolutely terrible at this game. Uh and I don't know if I'll put any more time into it because I just don't care. But this game is fun. The tracks are challenging this is a platformer the tracks are they're varied they're it, it is a grind it feels like a grind to uh to get these tracks unlocked there's a ton of tracks a ton 
of tracks set all over so the world much. with yeah. different set pieces. So it does feel like a grind because there's just so much. And I know I watched a a, a video with with uh, is it Ubisoft who does this? Yes. And they said that they were putting out they were going to have content for this game. Like there's seasons and they're going to have more content coming out for it. So it sounds like a game they're planning to support for at least a little while. They've been good in the past with that with the last trials. So some of the highlights of this game uh, is the just the sheer number of obstacle courses because they they're not really tracks. Like at some no. point these turn into obstacle courses. Yeah, they are just barely tracks. Right. Uh, it, 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 the graphics, the set pieces are absolutely gorgeous. I like them. It's not anything that is going to blow your mind, but the set pieces are fun. Uh, you can get run over by trains. <laughs> you can crash into oil platforms. Like there's just exploding barrels. Yeah. There's, there's a, a track. I don't, I doubt you got to based on your description of how much you played. Um, <laughs> there's a track where you occasionally run over uh, molten metal and it lights your bike on fire. And then when you're, once your bike's on fire, you can't slow down past a certain speed or it blows up. So you have to, <laughs> you have to stay above a certain speed the whole time your bike's on fire. This is a silly game. This is a very silly game. But let's go through it piece by piece. Let's go with graphics first. I, like I said, the set pieces are great. It's very simple graphics. It It's meant to uh, focus on, on the obstacles and how to get past them and the physics of that more so than it is, hey, look at the pretty shiny thing. But they're not yeah. bad. No, I mean, and, and to add to that, I played on, what did you play on? PS4. PS4. So I played on Switch, um, and I was shocked at how good they got it looking on the Switch. It still that, looks really good. Yeah, There's a couple it, of slowdowns that are like kind of annoying where you can tell the Switch is definitely churning to keep up. But the performance was, like, considering how good it looked, the performance was surprising. Yeah, I turned it off so nobody could see that I was actually playing this game on the PS4. <laughs> like, nah. Embarrassed? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's a fun game. It's like riding a moped or doing the other thing that's like riding a moped. It's fun until your friends see you. Um, (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, Joe. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, all right. We're on the same wavelength. Uh, Music, man. It's just generic. Oh, the music is terrible. But I think think that is... It feels like it's intentional. And I say that because it feels like the music gets worse with every Trials game, almost like it's part of their dumb joke. But why? I don't know. But like, so this is definitely a game that that doesn't matter to me on. Um, And that's because this is the kind of game uh, this occupies kind of the same space as like Diablo does for me. Uh, I like I turn it on. I mute the volume and I listen to podcasts while I play. It's like a a something to do while I'm doing something else. It's uh, the TV's on and the main screen. I got the switch out and I'm playing some trials or uh we need to Listening get you to smoking cigars because that's just that's a lot better than this game. Uh, I think this game might be better than cigars, but you're going to try no. to convince me in Chicago. I am, and it's going to be amazing, and you're going to be like, wow, Crowley, how have I not been doing this my whole life? Or at least since I was 21. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about gameplay and mechanics because this is where the meat uh, and potatoes are for this game. 
the mechanics of the game are going through the obstacle course, but you have to put distribute your weight on the bike in such a way that you don't crash while doing jumps or while bunny hopping. Uh, that's, that's a thing. Or while mm-hmm. doing wheelies or flips or forward flips or back flips or being on fire. There's a lot that goes on in this game, and it and it is... gets it gets complicated down to throttle control. Yes, if once once you get like if you are in the air and you want to do a fast front flip, if you slam on the brakes and stop the moment rotation of the wheels as you are rotating the bike forward, it will speed up the rotation because you are pushing that momentum into the the flip. If you're trying to to arrest a flip as you're landing using the throttle or brakes to do so makes a difference. Trying to level your bike out. If you if you land hard and bounce a little bit and get on the throttle too hard, you're just gonna ride out from underneath yourself. Like there's there's so much that goes on. It's so much more complicated than it looks when you watch somebody playing it. That is that is true. That is one hundred percent true. I felt like a complete moron. This is certainly not the first time. No, it's not the first. It won't be the last. Uh, there is a tutorial that you can go through, and it teaches you how to to do things for uh, the progressively harder tracks. But I just don't care. It's a it's a silly game. It's twenty five dollars. It is a lot of fun, but that's that's all it is. It's racing. Yeah, that's this it. is this is a this is a shallow game, as shallow as shallow games get. It, there's no story. There's no like feelings or direction it's just one obstacle course after the next and they're all fun and they get exceedingly difficult to the point where like i'm at the where point they're now not where they're fun they get the, exceedingly difficult to the point where it's not fun see i haven't i still find them fun i enjoy the challenge of figuring it out if i get to a really hard track and it takes me 20 tries to get through i still enjoy that time because i am i am having to look at the track as i do it and learn the correct path through each section. It's a, right. it's a challenge to me, and I enjoy that. So you race against ghosts, and you have to try to get uh, silver or gold. Like you can, As long as you complete the track, you can move on. Like you, but the, whole, the replayability of this game is supposed to be in getting gold on every track. And there's a lot of tracks, which means there's, there's a lot any, of obstacle courses. There's hardly any reason to to worry about replayability though i've been playing i probably have like eight or ten hours into this 25 five dollar game now and i'm still unlocking new tracks yeah there's a lot of tracks and i don't care i don't care i got, I got the bicycle i unlocked the bicycle it's funny but, but why because it's funny it does flips really fast because it's light but it's not nearly as fast it's still pretty fast but it's a bicycle yeah, you, do you have Hulk at legs? Are you doing nine hundred pound leg lifts? Yeah, for sure. This, this yeah. remember when we talked about how dumb this game was? Yeah. So now you're on a bicycle, you'd be up with motorcycles. Whatever, doesn't matter. It's still just a straight line doing obstacles and bunny hopping. It's a platformer. Whatever, it's fun. It's a it's a puzzle platformer that you're on a bike for. I don't even I don't even want to ask you what you're going to rate this game. I don't I I don't want to know. <laughs> yes, you it's going to make me sad. Yes, you do. Why don't you go ahead and rate it first? No. Will that, help you? Will that make you feel better? No, it sure won't. Joe, rate this game. I'm going to give this game a 7.5. You are an idiot. 
Like this I need to come game. up. I need to come up with a with a formula for your rating system. No, you don't. This is this is a total. This is a total seven point five game. This is not a seven point five. In fact, I, I will tell everybody what what Jason said when he found out what we were reviewing this week. Did you guys lose a bet? Pretty much sums it up right there. Did you two lose a bet? This is from a guy who just talked about how much fun he had playing it. So, it's all right, a six. It's a six. It, it's it's, a, it's it's barely a six. Mm, that's definitely at least a seven. It's like a seven point five. It's seven point five. This game is a solid six. It's no, fun it's, in short bursts, and it's fun until you get to until you reach the level, like the height of your stupidity. And then you can go no further because you're just not going to be able to do it. Um, I think you're struggling from not being good at it. I, I, I don't know what else to say because this, this, this is a really fun game. There is a ton of, you're getting a ton of value for your money. There's a, it's a really fun game. There's a ton of gameplay for it. Um, it's going to be supported for a while. There's plenty of, online. I do have complaints with the game, but they're very minor. There's like so so. There's no story. This is you don't go to racing games for a story. That's not an issue. It's a sports game. I mean, this is. I would rather play this than Madden. Madden's been well, junk yeah. for years. Well, yeah. I would rather. Like, I would rather. I would rather play this than Chell because I don't care about any EA sports games. Chell is amazing and fun. Uh, I have listened to you complain about the problems with Chell yeah, in that game forever, forever, ever. It's been Whatever. months and months you're talking, all you do is talk trash about that game, but how much you want to play it. So, uh, I'm going to say let, it's better than that. Let me, let me just, let me break down for everybody why this game is a six. Okay. So there's a track editor, which if you're great at, at that kind of stuff, like I, I thought that was a great thing to put in this game. You can make a track, throw it up online and have other players go do it. Like that's a lot of fun. If you're into that, I'm not into that. But it reminds me of like the level editor for Tenchu or Tenku uh, back on the uh, PlayStation, where you can do that, and then you have your friends go through and and try to try to you know not be seen, but in this case, it's just try to get a, a gold medal. So I, that's fun. You can load them up online. You can go do other people's tracks that they've loaded up, and a, a lot of them are really fun, and and a lot of them are really hard. Uh, you can customize your guy, but only to a certain extent. Certainly, you can make them male or female, but you can customize their gear. Like you can customize the crap out of their gear. Like you can yeah, put the bikes too. Yeah, and the and the bike you put stickers on them and whatnot. Well, isn't the bike part of their gear? Mm, no. Is the bike another character? No, but you have two separate tabs. You have a gear tab and a bike tab. This is why this game's stupid. They can't even get their tabs right. I think you're just wrong about a lot of stuff, and you're the bike you're, you're is not, part of your gear. That's part of the gear. That's you know what? No, you don't. You don't consider if you're if you no. are a race car driver and somebody asks you about your gear, you don't start talking about the car. You start talking about the things I would you're if wearing. I was a race car driver and somebody said, well, you're "Hey, let's talk about idiot. your gear." You are an like, absolute yeah, let's idiot. Talk about my car. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're an absolute idiot. I am not. I am not. I, 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 it's a six. It's a solid six, and those are the reasons why. So all you did was pick out two things that. You don't like, uh, but what? because That's you don't. That's terrible. Like- it's a platformer. That's all it yes. is. It's a platformer. So you don't like platformers, and no, you dumb. don't like, and you don't like track le- there's editing. There's nothing. There's nothing so, to this game. There's nothing to so, this game. It's rinse and repeat. Do a it track. Is a, 
ton Repeat. of it's a ton of puzzles, and all of the tracks are way different. There are different mechanics from track to track to track. I am still I am level forty with my character, and I am still unlocking tracks with new mechanics that I haven't seen yet. You've played way too much of this game. We need to have an intervention, dude. It's a fun game. It's, it's a solid that, seven and a not, half. It is not. It's not it's a solid to 40 hours. And it, it is. Not. It is a solid seven and a half, and it is one hundred percent worth your twenty five dollars. Do not buy this game. Buy it. this is what you need to do. You need to take that twenty five dollars. You need to go to your local cigar shop, and you need to buy either a Fuente Fuente Opus X or uh, a Davidoff uh, Series R. All right. Or since we're a gaming podcast, let's describe. Let's you tell me a game that's better for twenty five dollars. Put that $25 towards the Division 2. Okay, that's not how this works. You tell why, me a game wait, that's why, better wait. for $25. That's, that is how this works. No, Take you tell me a game. Save you the tell $25. Me, you tell me a, you tell, give me, I'm asking you a specific question here, old man. You tell me a game that's better that launches at $25. Okay, that's what I thought. Sealing anyway. thieves. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what? even a game. That, well, it it is a game. Uh, it's just of. not a very good game. It's a bad game. Did that launch for twenty five dollars? I don't even know what that launched at. I think that thing was. I mean, it was free if you had the. Uh, well, that makes game sense. Pass, game Pass, but I don't know what it they cost should to actually buy. Look, you know what? This is this game is worth ten fifteen bucks. Where Seaman Thieves is worth them paying me ten or fifteen bucks. This game is worth twenty five dollars. Like no. if you if you if if you like platformers, you're gonna get like thirty hours of gameplay out of this for twenty five bucks. I don't like Marioing around with Mario. Why do I want to do it with a bike? Okay, so you're docking this game heavily because you don't like platformers. Unfortunately, for you, everything a lot we do of people, here is subjective. It's not objective. It's people, very subjective. Right. right. But but like I'm saying, a lot of people do like platformers, and if you like platformers, this is a game you're definitely going to like. If you like platformers, and it's silly. This game is silly. It's very silly, but that's fun. It's fun kind of silly. For a minute, and then the shtick wears off. It's like my shtick. Everybody gets tired of listening to me after the first three minutes of this podcast. But they stick it through to the end. I don't know why. It's probably because of me. <laughs> and on that terrible disappointment. So we're going to talk about a retro game next week, right, Joe? Is that what we're doing? I think That's what I think. we're doing. Okay. So if you are on our Discord or if you want to be on our Discord, eargluemedia.com, click the Discord button. Tell us what retro game you want us to play this week, and we'll play it because we're just waiting for the Division 2 at this point. Yeah, and we're Joe's, definitely in a, holding, we're in a holding pattern here, Maverick. Yeah. Joe's probably pooping and playing, playing freaking stupid Trials Rising. Actually, I'm pooping and podcasting. I'm Crowley. That's Joe. We'll see you next week. Bad Gamers Anonymous is not affiliated with any video game developer or publisher. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the host and not of Earglue Media. And are probably terrible. Executive producer for Bad Gamers Anonymous is James Dean. Get good, scrubs.